follow me. One of our freshman students who finished his freshman year, he, towards the end of the year, he said to me, Father, I'm not sure what I want to do this summer. I was like, well, what do you mean? He said, well, I have a job opportunity. It's been waiting for me. And it's nice to make a little money as a college student. Um, he said, but ever since I saw that movie, Unplanned, uh, about Abby Johnson, my heart has just been moved and I feel this desire to uh, do something. I want to help people. And that woman who came and talked about Crossroads Pro-Life, like, I, I think I want to do that. I want to join that group that's traveling across the U.S. I said, all right, well, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to tell you the answer. There's no way, you know, um, go talk to the Lord. And so after several weeks, he came back and, and he said, you know, I've been talking to God a lot about it. And I realized, you know, it'd be nice to have some money. And, but at the, at the end of the day, deeper down within me, I have this passion and this desire to just go do this, this pro-life thing. And I, I'm really excited and I don't want to miss the opportunity. And so uh, this week, after leaving Los Angeles at the beginning of the summer, he's now in Dallas, Texas. This group has walked all the way across the country. And, and the idea is, is and he sent me an email this week too, he, he says it's been awesome, but they're, they're walking for those who can't walk. They're speaking for those who can't speak. And they're praying for those who can't pray for themselves. When he chose to do that, he let go of the job opportunity. It's hard as college students. We, we hate the, the two-choice option because we can't have it both ways. We see in our first reading, uh, Elisha, who's called by God to follow God. And what does he do? But he, he takes the very plow that he's working with and he burns the plow and it says he slaughters the oxen and there's no going back. He's saying, this is where the Lord's calling me. Then this is where I'm going to go and I'm not going to look back. Which I think is actually a really hard thing, especially, you know, say in dating relationships. You know, we, we break up and then we, 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 all of a sudden we feel like this loneliness, this gap where that person used to be. And we start to regret the decision we just made. We look, we look back and we're like, maybe, maybe I made the wrong decision. Because now it's, I'm feeling sad, so that must mean I made the wrong decision. No, you're, you're feeling sad because that person meant something to you. But you, you broke up because you realized that God has something different in store for you. That, that there's something even more fulfilling that God wants you to do. And, and if I'm looking back... Um, I can't be looking forward. I remember when I was doing driver's ed, and um, I did the whole summer class, and I'm taking the I'm driving with the instructor for so many hours. And one time we were backing out of a parking spot, and and uh, this is back, you know, when I was a kid, we didn't have rear view cameras, you know. So I'm I'm looking back, you know, to make sure I'm not going to hit something, and I, and I kind of look up to make sure I'm not clipping the car. And he goes, "What are you doing?" I was like, what? <laughs> Don't yell at me while I'm driving. Uh, so he said, he said, what direction are you headed right now? I said, I'm going backwards. He's like, then why are you looking forwards? I was like, that's a good point. 
And it stuck with me. Like, what direction am I headed? Yet yesterday happened yesterday. And, and, and if I feel like I'm dragging something, then there's an invitation to bring it to the Lord. But the invitation is to go forward. Jesus is saying, come, follow me. Come, come to me. And, and if I feel like I'm dragging something or something's bothering me, he's saying, bring it to me. All these excuses that people give in the gospel, you know, he invites people to follow him. And some, and there's like, well, I have to go bury my father or I have to go say goodbye to my family. And, and they make excuses. And the, the truth is, there's always, we can always have an excuse. Many a good thing have not been accomplished because of all sorts of reasonable excuses. But if something is the most important to us, we find a way. I met with this girl recently. She graduated NAU a little while ago, and she wanted to become a nurse, but it wasn't happening. And so she applied and didn't get accepted, and she applied and didn't get accepted. She worked. And just this past year, she was finally accepted um, to the great program at Coconino Community College. And she looks back and says, that was somehow God's, that was God's perfect plan, but it took so much tenacity that this is what I want, this is what I want, this is what I want. And apparently God wants it too. That when we want something, we just do it. Yeah, there's going to be a cost, but we just... When it's important to us, we find a way. There's a, this might be a silly example, but I was with a friend one time, we were traveling not too long ago, and uh, he came up to me in the morning and he said, hey, uh, Father Matt, I'm gonna ask you for something that's really gonna test our friendship. And I was like, oh, I feel uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> and he says, um, I forgot my deodorant. <laughs> um, I was like, I got you, bro. You know, it, <laughs> You know, it, and, and actually, I was, I was glad he brought it to me, as opposed to like, hey man, I'm going to walk a mile to the store, or, or if he hadn't put on deodorant. You know, like, I'm glad that he said something, and, and it was like, that's, that's what we do. We've, when it's important to us, we find a way. But during the school year, a lot of people say, well, how, how's prayer going? They're like, Father, I'm just really busy with classes. And then over the summer, I'm like, how's prayer going? They're like, you know, I, it's just really hard to get to the chapel. It's like, that's, that's fine. Um, but have you talked to the Lord about that? Have you brought it to him? That if it's our families that are on our heart, have we brought it to the Lord? Because when Jesus invites us to follow him, he actually wants us to bring all of ourselves to him. And so if there's concerns, if there's worries, if I, if I have my thoughts that maybe aren't always so good, if I have my desires that maybe I desire things that I'm like, I know this isn't really good for me. I know this isn't what God wants. But am I willing to just bring that with me to the Lord? Because he knows what he's getting and he wants all of us. He doesn't want part of us. There's a student who just graduated, and uh, I mentioned her before, but she um, 
she had really been thinking for a long time, you know, doing pre-med, and she wanted to go become a physician's assistant. But now when she graduated, she's like, I, what's really on my heart is that my faith is the most important thing to me. And her family was very much encouraging her to become a physician's assistant. Interestingly, but when she brought it to them, they said, it's okay. You don't, if you don't want to be a physician's assistant right now, you don't have to. We want you to be happy. And she's like, what I really want to do is, is go share my faith, that my faith that has made me happy, that I found incredible peace. Like, I've had this incredible gift, and I, there's nothing more important than, than sharing it with other people. And so she accepted a deal. Well, this January, she'll be a missionary in Australia. And what's, what's crazy about that, and even that first story of that young man, is when, when you say yes to follow the Lord, I remember I, I thought, oh, I, I'm going to follow the Lord as a, as a priest. Man, how, how boring, you know? You're like, you do the same thing every day, or I, I don't know what I thought, you know? And, and, and yet you look at this, and I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen. And here's this young man who he's like, wait, we're going to get across the country. Who are we going to stay with? What are we going to eat? When are we going to stop? And the invitation is... Don't worry about it. Do you trust God? Do you trust that we're going to take care of you? And it's this huge leap of faith of like, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I don't know what's going to, I don't even know where I'm going to sleep tomorrow night. I don't know what I'm going to eat. But I know that you know, and I know you have a plan. So I'm going to keep listening to this desire for happiness. And I'm going to say yes to follow you. This girl never been to Australia. She doesn't know what she's going to do, who she's going to meet. And there's a scariness to that. And yet there's an excitement about that. That when the Lord invites us to follow him, it's on an adventure. Since, since going to seminary and becoming a priest, I've traveled to more countries and places. My, my siblings look at me and they're like, what the heck? You know, like, you know, like you became a priest and you're traveling all over. You're meeting all these people. You have all these stories. And I'm like, it's awesome. That God is the God of life. He doesn't set us up for, for boring or for feeling stuck. That he made us for freedom. He made us to experience life and to experience it to the full. And so when he invites us to follow him, that's what he's inviting us into. He knows where we're at. He knows what we have. And he wants all of it. And he knows where he's taking us. That place of happiness, to relationship with him, to a peace and a fulfillment that nothing else can give us. And so our invitation, this day and every day, is to turn to that fire of divine love that burns for us, that invites us to follow him.